Hello and welcome to episode 72 of the How to Sleep podcast. In this episode, I'm going to ask you to consider whether there's a part of you that feels heroic when you don't get enough sleep. Welcome to the How to Sleep podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Blakeman, qualified adult sleep coach, a previous sufferer of insomnia and mum of three. I believe that sleep is fundamental to your enjoyment of the life you've worked so hard to create and I support adults like you who are struggling to sleep to get back to sleep and back to living your life in full colour and with maximum energy. This podcast is for you if you are taking ages to get to sleep or waking in the night and can't get back to sleep or both. Keep listening to find out how sleep works, the essential elements you need to get the sleep you deserve and actionable steps that you can take. I was reading an article in the New York Times and it was an old article to be fair but it stated that former American President Clinton who was obviously leading a country was only getting uh, five or six hours sleep a night and it said that he did that because partly when he was at college his professor had told him that great men often require less rest than ordinary people so he'd taken that directly to heart and he'd reduced his sleep deliberately. And I thought, wow, this is a great topic to explore further with you because whether you realise it or not, whether you consciously intend this to be happening or not, we're all really heavily influenced by the messages that we hear from other people and the things that we see other people doing when we respect or we admire them. And this shapes how we act in life. And this article reminded me of another topical thing that I find fascinating and that's the continued media interest in Joe Biden's health and the recent claims that he's always tired and therefore he's not fit for office but that's interesting in itself because when you look back at reports of the recent presidents before him we see that for example Trump is reported to only have got four to five hours sleep a night Obama supposedly only got five hours sleep and Clinton obviously as I've said only got five hours sleep so it's interesting to me that the reports about Biden are not putting his sleep into context with the previous presidents because even if they didn't show it they must have been permanently tired and that despite us knowing loads about the science of sleep now and how people that don't sleep well can be extremely ineffective and even worse, convinced of their own effectiveness, even when they're not. So people think they can manage with a lack of sleep, and crucially, they think they're making rational decisions, but it could well be that they're not. And you can listen to previous episodes where I've talked about um, this point about not being rational and why that is. But that, to me, is something that you wouldn't want in terms of leadership quality, and especially not when we're talking about major decisions that you would have to make as, as a president. But yet there is an element of heroic action in being so dedicated to your job that you skip sleep in order to get more done. There's definitely a part of our cultural context that has that theme. And in case you're concerned that I'm just picking on the US presidents, here are other examples as well. Boris Johnson, the British Prime Minister, claimed some years ago that he only slept five hours a night. And Theresa May before him claimed that she only got time for five five or six hours sleep because the amount of work to be done as prime minister meant that she physically couldn't sleep more. And then Angela Merkel, the German chancellor, 
she claimed to be able to function on only four hours of sleep. And French President Macron apparently only gets, again, four to five hours sleep a night. So we've got this trend of uh, major politicians and lack of sleep in the West. And this train of thought led me to some further research about kind of what does this really mean? How does that position it in our minds when we read about this stuff? And I came across some psychology studies of the impact that the acts of others can have on us when we believe that their behavior is heroic. So when we hear about or witness the act of someone being heroic, and really when I say this, this could be like a really grand way or it could be a really simple way. So by heroic, I mean the act normally involves some form of self-sacrifice for the greater good. And for our politicians, like I said, this could be the notion that they're making personal sacrifices by not sleeping as much as they would otherwise for the good of leading the country, which is certainly often how the media articles seem to position this lack of sleep. When we hear about or we witness these acts, we apparently experience an emotion that's been called elevation. And it's described as a mix of of awe and admiration. And it makes us feel good inside. Like there's an actual physical reaction inside that we have. And it's apparently then in turn motivates us to behave more heroically ourselves. So it makes us believe, it inspires us, and it makes us think that we're capable of similar heroic acts and inspires us to act in the same way. So maybe politicians are not heroic in your eyes. Maybe your heroes are, you know, famous people, celebrities, famous artists. We've all grown up with that stereotype that successful recording artists are living this rock and roll lifestyle and some of this is portrayed as those artists wanting to have a good time and enjoying parties but often it's also linked to having a busy schedule and being successful as an artist you know you get these media articles of artists on a grueling world tour and um, the reports of back-to-back gigs and there's no time for rest and again that we of course we get this thing that there's some sacrifice there and yes in some cases you know it's for personal gain but also for the greater good for the benefit of the fans to give the fans what they want to give the fans the opportunity to see their idol you know stories about putting in extra tour dates so that people can get the chance to see their hero so the point I'm making is that we are constantly fed either explicitly or it's inferred through the media that lack of sleep or deliberately skipping sleep is linked to high performance success ambition, maybe even intelligence, or even if it is reported as a detrimental thing, it's framed as a form of personal sacrifice for some greater good, so a heroic act. And that frames our subconscious beliefs. Like I've said, it it causes a physical response or a physiological response, an emotional response, and then that can frame our subconscious beliefs and they in turn drive our attitude and behaviours. And I I just really think that if the majority of leaders and artists and celebrities were really strict about their sleep, then that would give us a totally different um, media coverage. It gives us a totally different benchmark against which we would hold ourselves up and frame our own thoughts and belief around sleep. And in case you're wondering, I know the importance of sleep and I want to get more sleep. It's extremely relevant for you still because it's your subconscious mind that's picking up on these themes. So like I've said, if you read that article about that person, you know, 
so dedicated to their job that they're skipping sleep. And if you feel that they're a hero, if you feel that they're an inspiration, that reaction, that acknowledgement, that's going on, whether or not you then later consciously think, actually, is that such a good is that such a good thing or not? So your subconscious mind is impressionable, is what I'm saying. Every time you read an article, when you see images, when you hear these stories, you're shaping your beliefs and your norms in your subconscious. And if you steep yourself in a cultural context that sleep is of secondary importance to your success, or even worse, if skipping sleep is a precursor for success, or skipping sleep is a heroic act for the greater good, then that's bound to influence how your subconscious chooses to in turn influence your actions. So in other words, sleep may not become a priority in your subconscious mind and then that influences your conscious behaviours in turn. So your action step for this week is to be really honest as ever. Do you view sacrificing sleep as part of success or a heroic act even? And could this be translating into your everyday life? So for example, do you keep doing one more chore when it's time to go to bed? If you have a deadline at work, will you break your relaxation boundaries and work late? When you have a problem that needs solving, are you using the middle of the night as a time to ruminate on that? Or when your family member calls in the evening with a request, do you feel like it's the right thing to do by responding to them immediately instead of leaving it till the next day? So it's that self-sacrifice for someone else's good or the greater good. Or perhaps even, if you're really honest with yourself, you perhaps even enjoy the sensation of being a hero because you self-sacrifice, because you prioritise other things at the expense of your sleep. So here's an idea to start counteracting this if this is you. I would encourage you to look to new heroes. So other people that you can admire who give you an alternative viewpoint. And I've got some suggestions for this. So I found a study which had been carried out a few years ago on the highest paid celebrities in the world. And this study found that most sports stars who were in this category slept at least eight hours a night. So in the world of peak performance sporting, the benefits of sleep are much more widely accepted as part of the routine that you have to adopt in order to perform well and succeed and to be a hero so you could definitely start with kind of sporting heroes maybe um, Michael Phelps or LeBron James both of them have acknowledged sleep as part of their recipe for success and in terms of business I saw that Tobias the founder of Shopify he had famously tweeted I need eight-ish hours of sleep a night same as everyone else whether we admit it or not and I love that tweet I thought That just about sums it up, really. All right, have a good week and thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. I hope you found some value in today's episode. If you did, and you know others who would benefit from hearing this information as well, then please share with them. And if you would be so kind as to leave a positive review of the podcast, this will support me in my mission to spread the message of sleep as wide as possible. Thank you so much. If you can't wait until the next episode and you want more guidance right now, then head on over to my website and get access to my free sleep resources. Link in the show notes or follow me on Instagram at Nikki.Blakeman. Wishing you a peaceful night's sleep.